Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 4,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 110 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. What's up, y'all? It's Jeff Cobb, and you're listening to Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show on Social Suplex Podcast Network. You're listening to the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show. Listener discretion is advised at all times. Another episode of the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show, part of the T-Bone Suplex Podcast Network. My name is Clive. I have been off for a couple of weeks. Uh, Ricky, my co-host, made his return last week, but this will be our first time recording together, and according to my Skype records since the 1st of May, so I'm greeted to a hay fever-stricken man. How are you feeling? Very well. How are you? Uh, Someone who doesn't suffer from hay fever. No, it's it's horrible. Like, it, I can't even wear my contacts because my eyes rub into it that much. Um, so I'm just walking about, walking at the doors and walking in front of buses. But I made it tonight. Good. So you're here. It's been a while. It's been a while. Aye, it's been. 31. It's been 56 days since I last saw your face. That sounds like a song. No, well, remember we saw each other on the train the other week. Aye, but I, I just ignored you. That's true. Did you say that it was a, a true story, folks. folks. It, it was a busy train. Busy train. I had a seat spare next to me. That's all Clive ignored me. So, Ricky's just referring to his wife as a spare seat now, guys. Just <laughs> thought you'd like to know that. There's a spare seat across from me, sorry. Uh, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. Well, you didn't see it because you didn't come that far up the carriage. I, I had no intentions. But anyway, let's not fight. We've not been recording together for six weeks. Uh, in that six weeks, you've had a lot of time for prayer and reflection. Some of it has been because of certain religious purposes, but some of it has just been. So, how how is your... Fandom of life, <laughs> of life or wrestling life. Both. Well, in life it couldn't be any better. I'm such a mark for myself. I'm happy with life at the moment. Um, in terms of wrestling, eh, eh, you know that is what it is at the moment. Um, not really paying much attention to Raw and SmackDown other than reading results, and I might pop on the odd YouTube video just to. See a segment I might have had interest in. Um, I think I only maybe watched a couple of segments from Raw the other night. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm basically just going from pay per view to pay per view. Right. My two 
Wrestling Loves on NXT and NXT UK. And you are Mark for Wednesday night? <laughs> yeah, yes. Especially NXT UK. Yes. Uh, it was, not because it's on right now, we're well, recording, it's Travis Banks versus Walter. Yep. So, we'll be watching that probably tomorrow. Um, yeah. So, in terms of like, WWE main roster stuff, it's, you know, like I said, I'm keeping in touch with it, but my main attention and main focus is on NXT, and but specifically NXT UK at the moment. Um, I'm getting everything I want from wrestling uh, when I watch NXT UK. Um, <coughs> without getting too, sorry, without getting too deep and meaningful, but I think being away for about four or five weeks and it being like a holy month or whatever, like, I've just decided to come back and I'm just going to try and be as positive as I can about everything. I feel like, like together I think we're not overly positive about stuff. Like, I think we just call things the way we see it, mm-hmm. but we always try to find, like, the silver lining things. Well, now I'm going to really dial back, if I can, like, on not even being negative, just but not focusing on the negative things. I just want to focus on the things that, like, I enjoy when it comes to wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, like, we're not really going to be talking... In fact, we probably won't even address it. Like Seth Rollins and Will Ospreay stuff, and it's like, we'll, we'll let other people talk about that. That, that. I couldn't care less if two boys are going back on each other on social media and saying absolute nonsense to one another. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I couldn't care less about that. Um, yeah, like I say, NXT, but specifically NXT UK, is what I'm really enjoying at the moment. And I, I listened to Keeping It Strong Style the other night. And I messaged Jeremy, and I'll reach out to Josh as well at some point to, to talk about um, the G1. I'm actually going to do my very best to watch the vast majority of the G1. Um, I'm quite excited to watch that. So it's not so much that I'm moving away from WWE then, I'm just listening to Kissel and it got me really intrigued to it. So I'm going to try and see if I can... If I can make it through that it's because I've caught everyone it's, it's, it's a bit of a slog to make your way through it but we'll give it a go um, yeah in terms of main roster stuff like I said it's not it's not a, a, a fandom isn't where it once was but I'm more than getting my love and Aye. my joy and from NXT and NXT UK yeah same here I'm getting more than enough satisfaction from the NXTs and uh, the last few tapings of ICW have been pretty excellent as well in terms of general booking leading up to their big summer show, the Shrugs House Party two nighter uh, at the end of July. Obviously, with which is going to be really strange now. Yeah, I was going to say first of all, thank you for you guys um, covering the news about Lionheart last week. That was literally hours or so before you guys pressed record. So yeah. get that in and touch on it a wee bit. I know you have already but I just want to say it was quite a, a shocking thing to see. Just I was at a school show and then I came out to tweets about Lionheart Dead and I thought you've got to be kidding me and it was just more stunned than anything at first and then as you saw the tributes and all the videos that the wrestlers have in their sort of private galleries on their phones of him just talking shit and stuff like that and having a laugh it was quite sad to see but it was a time of coming together for a lot of the ICW people and I know know that uh, Preston City Wrestling are doing a tribute night this Friday as well. Friday. 
So yeah, I think when it comes to the Lionheart thing, I think you can't like he was so well known over here, not only in Scotland but up and down the UK. I think you saw tweets from a lot of wrestlers from all over the world. It shows you just like how he was, he was well liked and he was respected. And I think what probably hit us over here the most was that it was a guy that we watched every other week or every week and we've actually watched him wrestle live a couple of times. Um, so it was it was strange and I liken it to the fact that, you know, we have this like obsession and, and love for like Joe Coffey uh-huh. and there's an aura about him. I think the aura about Coffey but the same, and, and you look at how much we liked Lionheart and how, how much we were like, hurt by it was that they're just like us. They yeah. were just your, they were around about the same age as us just average guys from like general Glasgow or just outside of Glasgow and stuff and it kind of hit home because let's say it's because of there was a lot of similarities between us and them because they were just sort of your normal average typical guys that just yeah. happened to wrestle. Because it does hit home I mean I th- think obviously there's the ICW connection but these guys do live miles away from us and they're more interactive with fans on Twitter so we've had the odd exchange relikes and retweets and replies and stuff so you do feel as if you know them a bit more than say for instance yep. if it's ha- someone in America that it happened to so there is a, a communal feel to it all right now and it's I'm not going to pretend that I know everything about Lionheart's career but from what I've followed the last couple of years in ICW uh, and just looking back retrospectively as well he's He's quite the guy, and he's had quite the story, and sadly it's come to an end. So, so. I think just a final point for me was that I think if you looked at when some of the bigger-named American wrestlers came over, the likes of Swagger and RVD and AJ Styles, like they all wrestled Lionheart. Yep. You know, so I, there, there was a reason for that. Uh huh. There was. He was a lot of people know him. He was getting a lot of love from Regal, Robbie Brookside as well. So it wasn't as if he was an unknown entity. There was a video that went out when it was when Rusev was the US champ back in his Russian, Bulgarian traitor days, and uh, they were in Manchester or something. Do you remember that at all? I don't. I never saw the video. Rusev was addressing the, the Manchester audience or London audience, and it was Joe Henry and Lionheart were. Just basically standing there in suits, uh, and they, they both just had a big cheesy grin on their faces. So they're they're known basically. So oh, uh, doubt, like I said, when you get people like guys like Pete Dunn, big names from this from over here, Pete Dunn, Osprey, Zach Saber, Marty Scurll, um, Coffee, uh, Mark Dallas, obviously owner of IC Dub. But then you're looking at those guys like uh, Matt Hardy saying stuff. Um, like you said, William Regal as well. And there's a few others as well. So, you know, uh, Natalia tweeted something out as well. So, yeah, she was in I think, the Kickstarter. They go fund me for the funeral. Yeah. So I think, like she, she would even say herself, I've never met the guy, but I can see how much it means to everyone and in, in, in there's a community. So it was, it, it was tough to take. It was. So thoughts go out to his friends and family. Definitely. Uh, yeah. Brutal stuff to deal with, but everyone's come together. So there is that. So that's not really a decent way to segue, but I'll just do it anyway. Um, 
As you said, you've been just going from pay-per-view to pay-per-view. Did you happen to catch Stomping Grounds this Sunday? Yep. What were your general thoughts on it? A couple of matches were listed out. Mm-hmm. Ricochet and Samoa Joe. I enjoyed New Day versus the Canadians. Right. Um, I was a fan of the 205 match. Yes, that was uh, a belter. Akira Dazawa um, was doing this leaping, sprinting cannonball off the stairs. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's delightful. Um, Roman and Drew was was okay. Um, I have to discuss that with you off air. I mean, okay. Like I'm not being like giving it shitting all over it as if it was like one of the worst matches I've ever seen. I think you know, put it in perspective. When you say okay, it's not exactly praising it. Um, but it wasn't exactly Taker Goldberg so sometimes people's styles just don't mesh they just don't gel because their Wrestlemania match wasn't well, it was a letdown on what, in comparison to what I thought it could have been yeah um, I, th- I see that's the thing I much preferred it to the Wrestlemania match it was the match that I wanted at Wrestlemania mm-hmm. uh, Shane involved I could have done without but it did add to it and it gave it that um, overcome the odds mentality to it it's just um, I was actually raging that Roman Reigns won Roman Reigns won I was furious I was like oh fuck here we go again <laughs> that's the thing though like he's not been in any kind of he's not been in a title feud like I don't get it why people are still going to say things like oh here we go again or Roman won again you're like Fuck the guy's not even featuring like as heavily as some other people. Um, I'm just annoyed because I wanted Drew to get the win for that one. I don't think we rate high, Drew as highly as we think we do. Yeah, I don't see that myself. They, they, keep, <laughs> um, they keep putting him in groups, which yep. I don't get because I think he can go on his own. He cut one of the better, one of the best sort of babyface promos I've seen in Full Sail before his match mm-hmm. with Bobby Roode. So he's got it in him. I just don't see why he keeps being paired with people who are, for want of a better term, um, X-Pac heat folk. Yeah. Um, Bailey and Alexa. I'm not, like, a huge fan of Alexa. I never have been. Um, and then Seth and Baron Corbin. I don't have an issue with Lacey Evans being a special race referee. It was quite clever when you think about it. The, the ta- like, for, whether you like it or not, but in terms of a storyline, it made sense. Yep. <laughs> you know? And then you got, inv- you got Becky involved. I just, as soon as it happened, you knew it was going to lead to a, a, a tag match. And now it has, where both titles are going to be on the line and it's winner take all. King of the Ring 2000 all over again. They're not going to put the title on Baron Corbin. Imagine both Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans walked out with the belts. I don't know. <laughs> there would be a backlash, wouldn't there? Like an all out. There really would be like a big time backlash. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. See, there was a lot of. Um, anger with Lacey Evans being involved in the main event but 
realistically, okay, let's take aside the fact that Corbyn's in the main event in the first place. Fair enough. But what did you expect he was going to do? You think he was going to get some sort of flippy do the internet indie darling to be the ref that everyone likes? He's going to get someone who benefits him. It was said storyline wise, it made sense. Mm-hmm. But the story they're telling us, it made sense. Whether you liked it or not, whether you felt that we should have went down the special ref route, route is a different matter. Aye, I think. Uh, but in terms of the story they're telling us, it made perfect sense. With the mixed tag match, which <laughs> if they're not going to sort of rocket strap themselves after Nia Jax's carry on in the Royal Rumble. I don't see the point in them because they don't... Re- I mean, the, it's not an all-out battle in the matches. You can't really have a proper tag team match when you have to tag in and out because of certain genders that you're wrestling against. The Daniel Bryan and Bree versus Miz and Maurice was, I remember being rather sports entertained by it, I have to admit. But... I think I'll see between that and the other tag match that's been announced... The Undertaker, Roman and Shane and Drew, I will be elbow dropping that fast forward button quite heavily for Extreme Rules. I will most likely fast forward or skip 99% of Roman and Taker's tag match. I want to see the end purely because I think surely they're not going to go Taker and Roman turn on each other or Goldberg turns up and whatever, I don't know. I saw it on Twitter, actually someone says Goldberg turns up, tries to spear Taker, Taker moves and he hits Roman and that's Roman's rest summer summer match right there. Oh. Goldberg versus Roman. I'm not advocating for it. No Just one, saying I saw it. No one Goldberg so I would probably spear the wall by mistake. Yep. So, I would watch it the last minute or so just to see what happens. And in terms of our tag match, I will be watching it because I don't want them to put the title on Corbin or Lacey Evans. I can't see them not having Seth, at least, at the very least, Seth be the champion heading into SummerSlam. Yeah, I'd like to think so. But they've not exactly... I don't think, anyway, I don't think they've done Seth any favours. I don't think they've helped him whatsoever um, in this title reign. Because... At all? If I don't... Outside the AJ stuff... Mm-hmm. you compare Kofi to what Seth has been doing ever since Wrestlemania that's true Kofi, Kofi's not even because <coughs> sometimes there's been non-title matches Kofi's just general run or title reign all the matches he's had since he's held the title for the title or non-title have been unbelievable and they've paired them up with who? Kevin Owens Sammy then they had sorry Sammy yep we got now. I know people might not be a fan of Dolph, but Kofi and Dolph. That makes that's a good story. That one. You know, that's a good story. And they put on good matches in the past, and they put on good matches outside. I wasn't a fan of the one um, on Sunday. If 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 see if they'd done the match they done last night on Sunday, perfect. I know. See, um, Dylan James tweeted out. I was having a wee back and forth with him on Twitter. He had said Dolph Ziggler wasn't wrestling as if he was a man with a, a 14-year score to settle. Uh-huh. Uh, all that pent-up rage that he must have apparently had since Kofi became the the, yep. the other big dog. Do you know what I mean? It was just 
it just felt really flat and the cage the pace at which wrestling is done these days I think that sort of the era, the past era of wrestling at a slower pace, it doesn't really suit it anymore. See a slower pace without a cage, it can be done because of the submission style that you get in a lot of wrestling these days, but the the cage, uh, nah, not for me anymore. And we've got another cage match tonight with Shayna Baszler and Io Shirai. See, I would rather, like, you just get rid of the cage and you just put them in a cell. If you were ever to do that, the cage, like, I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a fan of the whole cage concept either. Um, <laughs> but, and now, then they're going to lead him into Samoa Joe. It's like, so, you compare what Seth has been lumped with. Even in the last, and I, and I mentioned it in our social support message, outside of AJ, I think he's been dealt a bad hand. Like, I kind of done a 180 on Brock, but what you get with Brock is what you get, and you're going to get the same general kind of matches. Okay. Mm-hmm. The shit with Ambrose, just like I say, is as soon as and you said yourself, as soon as he came out in that gas mask and started talking about the diseases and what and germs, etc., it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, that was just totally incongruous with what he was beforehand. <laughs> and I get that people were like, well, 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 he almost died because of an infection during his injury, but I get it. Like the story was so simple to tell, and for me, the the messed out you could have just simply you could have gone down one or two routes I've come back Dean Ambrose I've come back and I'm straight away I'm helping you Seth with your bullshit like I don't even get to come back on my own terms I do what I want I'm straight away having a lump and help you and getting involved in a few that's nothing to do with me or you could have went down the other route where you could have been like Roman was the one that kept Ambrose sane but Roman's gone now because of the cancer he's away to go get treatment I don't have my quote-unquote work wife to keep me sane or to keep me mentally, like, like, um, let's say, mentally aware of what's going on and keep my senses together. And I've lost all of that. So what do you do? Then you just suddenly, you listen to the voices and the demons and you attack Seth. You could have gone one or the other way, but instead we got a gas mask. The, the gas mask was the only excellent thing about Dean Ambrose at that time and the air raid sirens and his... And his uh, music, <laughs> but see, the, see the Chronicle thing they did. Is it twi- that was excellent? That was the one of the. It was like one of those workshop things. You didn't really know what was going on, and it was just building and building to this claim, this horrible climax. And then it, it was, just went in a completely different way. And I thought that's just that's not what Dean Ambrose was talking about. It was. It was. Someone who who knew what his character was and was in full control of his own character at that point. I'm not I'm not talking about creative wise, I'm not saying oh we should have just given him full creative control, but he that is who he wanted to be and what you saw in that chronicle was what he wanted his character to be. Mm-hmm. Um like I said, I think Seth I think Seth's had a raw deal. Um like I said, I know there's a lot of people who like Corbin. I've always said we'll give credit where credit is due. Not a massive fan of Corbin. I think he's got two awesome moves. But it says, but you just need to compare who Kofi has gone through. And Kofi's not even running through these people. Like, he's going to one, it's tight and it's close, but Kofi's coming out on top. And then you look what they've got Seth doing. 
I, I don't even think it's up for debate, really. Kofi's had a much more palatable run as a babyface. And now he gets Joe to enhance his reputation even more and to uh, give us another great match. Because Joe's not winning that. Nah, Kofi's Coffee, going to drop that around about August time. Probably. Uh, see, the thing with Seth, I kind of wanted him to keep going with the AJ angle. Yeah, I wouldn't have done that stupid again. Uh, got a really good I match. get it. I like. I understand <coughs> why they've done it. It made it made sense. But only if you're going to keep giving them what I feel would be credible opponents. Well, maybe they had to do a wee bit of gymnastics, mental gymnastics, to get the AJ match that they want, have that done, let him rest up for a bit, because he's been injured, so they couldn't yeah. they couldn't have done Super Showdown or Stomping Ground, so maybe... Yeah, but you could, what you could have then done was you could have, straight out the gate, maybe you, you, if you don't give him, um, AJ, you let AJ rest up, and you, that could be your SummerSlam match, then you, what you could have done straight out the gate was you could have gone to Samoa Joe, but he said Joe's been doing pretty much nothing, even though he's had the US title. Um, and I know we had a real good match with Joe and Ricochet, I get it. You could have went down, down the Joe route. You could have brought Daniel Bryan over from SmackDown if you wanted to. as another credible opponent for him. You, who else Who else on that um, Raw roster? Drew was at one point was still there. Mm-hmm. There's, there was more than enough credible opponents where you could have where I mean Sammy was there and then you had the whatever the fuck the rule call it the the wild card rule well, you could have brought Kevin Owens over at some point if you wanted to feud him there's more than enough top notch uh, heels there where you didn't need to do AJ straight out of the gate that's fine you've done it I don't mind move on but no I'd I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of Corbin. Um, and I know people say some people say he generates heat, but it's di- you get different types of heat. Ah, it's heat at the end of the day. I don't buy that because see, when I see Corbin, I, ch- I don't want to watch and I change the channel. I don't watch. That to me isn't. That's not very good. Fair enough. Now I may not know. We all claim to know the business and we know blah blah blah, but we don't really know shit. But I'm telling you right now, if I'm watching Man United and they start doing shit that I don't like, or they're playing teams, playing a certain team that I line up that I'm not a fan of, it'll make me want to change channel. If I'm sitting watching, you know, there's a Coronation Street which I don't, but if there's a story of something happening that I don't like, why am I going to watch this? It's the same when it comes to wrestling. So in a, an alternate universe, Man United are. 2-0 down to Liverpool in the Champions League final and Baron Corbin comes on as a t- uh, last minute sub yeah for Man U and Ricky's yeah. just passing away on his couch like see the, the Seth I'm disappointed that Seth didn't continue his feud with AJ but I'm not disappointed that AJ didn't continue his feud with Seth and what I mean by that is Ricochet had a really good match with Samoa Joe. His agility helped his offence and it made Joe look like a monster as well because he got extra revolutions on a couple of moves which made him spin out. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, Uh, but but what I'm saying is that you still had other heels there you could have 
got Seth to face instead of Marvin Corbin. Yep, but, but now we're getting what looks to be AJ versus Ricochet. And when they had that wee interaction during the photo shoot on Sunday, I did actually get a wee bubble of, of excitement inside me. Yeah, probably that. That'll be excellent. And but, I say it once, I'm going to say it again, like, there's still other heels on that roster that you can go with. Baron, Co- Baron Corbin has now lost twice to Seth. When was oh, I super showdown as well? Didn't did Becky on Sunday? Did she beat Lacey Evans clean as a whistle? Yes, and I'm going to say I'm going to get a rematch for it. There's a gripe that I've noticed, and it's more evident in women's wrestling. They tap out far too quickly, and it does my boxing. Mm-hmm. Give them at least five seconds to make it look as if they're hanging on, but no, see these immediate tap outs. It does, and to me, it looks weak. Oh, no, 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 don't touch me, don't touch me. Yeah, I see where you're coming from. It's not just the Evans, there's a few of them that have done that, they just tap out too, too soon, and it just takes away that, their strength. But that's just an aside. I I did enjoy the match apart for that, though. Um, Good energy to start the show, a good curtain jerker. Fast-paced, Becky was taking no shit, so it was good. And I think a couple of botches, but Lacey held her own apart for that, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, I agree. Um, and... <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> but like I said, my gripe is, how on earth has she got another rematch? But why are we still doing this? And I know at the start of the show I said I'm going to keep positive, oh, right? Going to say that. But at the yeah, same time, I'm going to call out whatever bullshit I see. Your bullshit detector has been tweaked. So, I don't know. Um, I'm at the point where I'm enjoy- I'm taking a page out of Carl's book and I'm quite enjoying seeing the world burn at the moment, so it doesn't bother me that much at all. Yeah, it doesn't. Like I said it doesn't bother me. I'm I'm more miffed about the fact that I wish you would treat Seth Rollins, who is one of your absolute top top guys. I wish you would give him better opponents. That's just my my thing. And like, we've never we I'm not sitting here. We've never really been massive fans of the whole Becky ever since SummerSlam kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm not Lacey Evans. Megan's fan either, but I think who she is a character and how she comes across, and I like the way she handles herself. I like I like her on the mic as well. I quite like um, I quite but I said like for me, my main gripe is I just well. think, like, when you compare Seth and Kofi since summer since WrestleMania, and it's like, look how well you're doing with Kofi, and what are we doing here with Seth? Nonsense. Baron Corbin just doesn't do anything for me. Okay, it doesn't do much for me either. But, <sighs> yeah, anyway, moving forward. Do you know what match I really loved? And it was a match I didn't really expect to love, was the SmackDown Tag Team title match. Yeah. Uh, heavy Machinery looked like Superstars with a small S that night. Uh, 
it's one of those ones, complete opposites of Daniel Bryan and Enoch Rowan, where they're scoffing meat as if there's no tomorrow. Their, their gimmick is that they're machinery workers, probably building, building buildings and chopping down trees, so <laughs> I can understand. And smoking cigarettes and, like you say, it's eating meat, uh, raw meat. I uh, like raw meat. Um, <laughs> like that person we know. Yeah, eating live chickens. <laughs> so I guess like, like, is there anybody left now on SmackDown the tag team division? Aye, New Day. It would appear that it's New Day that's next. But it doesn't sure. really matter because the Smack the wild card rule was just an excuse to slowly get rid of the the brand draft split thing. Yeah, I don't. I, don't I would, I would like, I would like them now to slowly start transitioning away from Daniel Bryan being in the tag team and getting back as a singles guy as well. Though I've quite enjoyed what he's been doing though. So, I, like, I, I, I will figure it out, and I know it's only been a couple of months, maybe not even. But, but he, I just remember how great he was in the build up to WrestleMania as a singles guy. Yes, like I would love to see him over on Raw with Seth. Uh, maybe later on in SmackDown, whoever might ultimately defo- dethrone Kofi. Um, yeah, I would like to see him now. St- when they do drop the titles, I hope that's it. They kind of transition them back to the singles guy and not continue as a tag team guy. Well, if rumour is to be believed and he did have some sort of head injury after WrestleMania, then wrestling 50% of the time is probably better for him in the long run. Uh, who knows what the injury was I don't know if it was head, neck, it's all kind of tied together but I don't think anything ever came out I don't think they ever disclosed that what right. it was I just I'm, I, I think it's just worked for me because heavy machinery seemed like a big deal and see when it comes to important matches I don't know if you remember ever seeing Otis versus Tommaso Ciampa on NXT one week mm-hmm. that was an excellent match uh, Otis can go he can there was a bit see Rowan, he's got that massive cross body splash that he does, and because he's six foot eight, it's just devastating. Mm-hmm. Well, Rowan did the cross body, and usually when you catch someone mid cross body, you sort of falter back and lose your footing. Otis Dozovich did not move a single centimetre. Oh, I think I think the kind of comedic, comedy kind of routine etc. might take away. From uh, people's attention, the fact that they're actually pretty damn—they're a pretty damn good tag team. And what I can imagine is that once they're popular, they'll probably will win the tag belts within the next six months or so. They'll break up, and you know how Otis is the the one that's got most of the character and charisma out of the two. Yep. It will be Tucker Knight that gets the heel push. Enzo Castle over again. I know. Oh god, man! Talk about gas, <laughs> man. That was dreadful stuff. Mm. I think, like overall stomping grounds, I think it was it was a mixed bag. Okay. I think, in fairness, I think it's not been too, all the pay per views. I think have kind of all been similar for this year or for a while now. There's nothing that's happened in them that has made me overly angry or been like, that is just terrible. It's just, I think overall, as a pay-per-view, what they've been producing, it's been like, well, do you know what? Like, yeah, it may not have been like 
the greatest ever pay per view, but it was it was still pretty solid. Um, and I think that's what I says. I know we ra- I ranted about Baron Corbin, and that was one thing I didn't like. But you know, for the most part, it it gave it gave you enough. I felt um, it continued storyline. Some storylines came to an end. Some new ones started. So like, I think there, there should have been enough there for everybody to be like, Do you know what? I was satisfied with this, this, and that. Yeah, I was uh, thoroughly. Thoroughly enjoyed myself through the vast majority of Stomping Grounds. The cage match we've touched on that just fell flat for me. Yeah, like you say, like you say, if that was this, if a SmackDown match was, aye, was the Stomping Ground match, you know that would have been a lot better. I was surprised that I was invested in the Alexa Bailey match. Alexa did that sunset bomb that's been getting more yep. popular, uh, and it's. A lot of people are doing it now, but she did that on the floor, and I thought, oh, that was nice. That was a wee bit different. of extra grit, and it was different, as you say. So uh, I quite enjoyed it from that aspect. Bailey came out fighting Nikki Cross. I'm more than happy to see her get some TV time, even though she's playing this bizarre, confused girl, which is a bit strange. I don't know what's going on there at all. Uh, she. <laughs> she married Big Killian Dame at the weekend there. Yep. Our truth was not invited. Because <laughs> he was too busy at uh, thingies with Mavericks. Did you see Maverick's wife tweeted out that she wants a divorce? <laughs> <laughs> He's a broken man. You know, I've got to hand it to Maverick because a couple of days after WrestleMania, he did one of those. He typed up a massive script in his notepad on his phone uh, and put a picture of it up on Twitter saying. I wasn't on WrestleMania this year through through nobody's fault or whatever. Um, I wasn't happy that that was the case, and I'm going to work hard every day until I'm to make sure that I'm on WrestleMania next year. And he started writing day one, day two tweets every other day saying that, and then this twenty four seven things come along. Uh, I will admit, <laughs> see, see all the flyers and stuff and the tweets and the posters. I thought, yep. right, you're you're going a bit too far here but and not at all essentially he's got himself over so essentially he himself. he he got himself into that storyline mm-hmm. and it's brilliant so um, played him. got a lot of respect for that i do however think he better get his act together with the 205 general manager job and mike, Can- <laughs> mike canellis cafe quit last night yeah uh, because he's fed up with maverick so i wonder if we may actually see a different general manager in the near future for 205 live but, Not sure what the plan is. Uh, I good good on Maverick. You've so far you're doing enough to at least be featured, maybe in some sort of battle royal or you, know, you had the old twenty four seven hardcore title rules. Yep. Um, so keep it up. You're doing well. The wedding video was fantastic. Uh, so funny. It's one of those ones I had to show the family. Uh, <laughs> the best part was. Uh, he, he turned around to his wife and said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And he ran after, ran after Drake, uh, Truth. But no, it's, <coughs> it's entertaining stuff. And that's all that title is really meant to be. It's just to provide a bit of comedy, a bit of entertainment, and, and it's doing it. Yeah, I was looking forward to hearing your on-air thoughts about this title, considering your favourite ever belt is the, the hardcore belt. <laughs> so overall... What, it's been fun. It's been uh, it really fun. Had. I, for me, there was two... What I felt there was going to be two landmark moments 
was the day Mav- Drake Maverick won the title. I felt that was should have been like a big time moment. Uh-huh. A bigger deal than it was. Perhaps, but I think that's more so because of what we've witnessed on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I've had it in my head ever since Truth won it for the first time. Carmella's going to pin him for the title at oh, some wow. point. Definitely. She turned, She dyed her hair blonde for a reason, ladies and gentlemen. It's, I'm tell, I'm, that moment's coming and it's going to be it's going to be upsetting. Um, but yeah, look, like I said, look, even, even the hardcore title, which I say it's the greatest title ever, blah, blah, blah. Even that had so, like, half of the stuff that took place there was, like, comedy things. Um, oh, I said, I, I do like, I do like it. It is bringing people entertainment. Truth, Truth has been unbelievable. Unbelievable entertaining with it. He's been the, um, best, he's the best person to be the anchor for it. Without a doubt. And like you say, we all we all feel that the, the rosters are, are bloated. But at least this way they're actually getting used out of some of the guys. Whether whether we think certain guys or female deserve better, but they're getting something out of it. Like Cedric Alexander, I I'm assuming the last thing he thought would happen to him after leaving 205 would be he'd been involved in the 24-7 and barely been featured. He's the officially the youngest ever winner of the belt <laughs> uh, at 29. So, you know, it's... I mean, it's it's, got, it's, got its, good, it's got its great, great moments and I think there's maybe just one or two moments where, like, if you really nitpick, I could, people might want to see negatives, but I really don't. I, for the most part, I think it's great. Aye. The... And, and it's perfect in this day and age with the growth of social media. Yep. And you've got Titus O'Neill, Robert Root, Artruth, Elias, Big Jinder uh, on the golf course. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Drake Maverick. And Jinder. Um, Heath Slater. Going onto the plane. Aye. EC3 as well. So that's a, f- that's a good few names that normally don't get a lot of TV time. And they've had a wee moment in the sun. And their whatever their YouTube views have skyrocketed. Some of the more viewed stuff that they have on YouTube. So fair play to them. It's been. It's definitely probably been definitely probably. That sounds like a an Oasis tribute act. Uh, it has been the most entertaining aspect of WWE at the moment. Main roster. I hate Oasis. Aye, they're not my favourite. Uh, but I'm sure nobody cares. I know. Uh, nobody cares about them. I'm trying to think what was the other match. <coughs> we touched on the 205. It's an absolute joy to say that two, that Drew Gulak is now my 205 Live champion. It's been a long time coming. A very long time. And he's been back and forth on NXT as well. I thought, is he going over to NXT? Because he had a couple of matches with Kushida. Uh, an excellent match with Matt Riddle as well. They're going to be a, it's him versus Matt Riddle on this tenth anniversary Evolve uh-huh. show that's going to be on the network. I know from looking at wrestlers' tweets online and stuff that he does a lot of training work at the performance centre. Uh, but now he's changed his character. He's turned into a bit of a, a nut job, and he's a champ. So, yep, it could be leading to dream scenario: Chad Gable versus Drew Gulak somewhere down the line. That would be delightful. Yeah, Chad Gable is delightful. He's looking a lot more delightful as well. 
cutting that weight, that's why. And the, the hair as well, cutting the weight in the hair. See, I wonder if he's always had that belter six-pack hiding underneath the singlet. Oh, probably. You could tell he's always been like lean and, and ripped. Mm-hmm. Trying to think, what were the other? Have we covered all the matches? Um, yes. New Day Kevin Owens Sami Zayn match was not bad at that, all. That was that was enjoyable. Very enjoyable. Good to see Biggie in the wrestling ring again. Mm-hmm. The, spear, um, the spear to the outside was excellent. Owens and <coughs> Sami are just awesome together. I, I don't the, know if you saw the backstage interview. I have actually no. No, I can't remember who it was. A Sarah that was with, and Kevin Owens kept calling her Renee, and was rather, it was quite it was quite funny. But it is good to see E back. Um, I'm ready for that superstar singles push for Sammy though. Been ready for a long time. Well, maybe. <coughs> We'll I don't think there's any maybe about it. Like as, as I said in the messenger group, you can make a very strong argument that Sammy is the best in the company. Wrestling wise, work rate wise, yes. Pro- yeah, but even his even his huge character, yeah. he's just sensational. But as we said, as a face, like he's like Mustafa Ali. He's like, what is there not to love about uh, Sammy Zayn the person? I so really, I really liked their tactics at the start of that match. Mm-hmm. Where it was, I'm, I've become a quite the hater of super kicks. Um, it's one of the most overused moves I've ever seen, but it had its purpose at the start of this match, so I quite enjoyed that. I'm just a, I'm just not a fan of finishing moves being used over and over and over again. I know it's not even a finishing move anymore. That's the thing. Yeah, it's just a standard move, so I'm just not a fan of that. <laughs> I, I, as you know, I'm not a fan of, and I know we're kind of going off topic, but I'm not a fan of people kicking out of finishers either. Well, please continue to watch Johnny Gargano Adam Cole matches then, because that's all they do, bloody do. Well, I did say that in the post WrestleMania one I, that I done on my own. I says as great as it was, it was borderline ridiculous because the amount of times Johnny Gargano kicked out of big time finishers. Yeah, that was. And I know that's Gargano's NXT career in a nutshell, but that was for me just a little too far. I, I think I actively disliked that match. It was just. I think I think it portrayed Adam Cole in a really bad light. Yep, I liked the the other match they had though. Oh, I think both matches were great. But the first one was just <coughs> this is just it's ridiculous. Anyway, we're going way off topic. However, from the NXT 25, I'm going to say Matt Riddle versus Roderick Strong is a strong, strong contender for my match of the year. That was... That blew me that's away. what you want in an opening match. That was an explosion. That's what that yep. match was. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, one last thing. He's probably talking shit because he talks shit and makes a fool of himself on Twitter now and again. But Alistair Black, someone knocked on his door on SmackDown last night. Well, just before we went, Buddy Murphy. Aye, just before we went live tonight, Buddy Murphy said knock knock, and I wish I t- wrote back who's there because that would have been hilarious. But I didn't. <laughs> it probably won't be him, but you never know. <laughs> So, well, I mean, like I said, a couple of weeks back, him and Orton, 
Alistair Black, him and Randy Orton were doing a couple of live events together. And I'd be... I could get behind that as well. Mm. I think that'd be interesting. I motivate, motivated Randy Orton. It went, like, I don't think that exists anymore, I say in the other group. Um, but as wrestling royalty is almost untouchable, I believe. I think he has been motivated for the last wee while, though. Because he comes in and fits and starts, and he just comes in with an impact. And, I don't know, it just seems to be working right now. So it's going to be a shorter episode this week. Um, I have enjoyed catching up with Ricky on all things WWE, but we do have double duty tonight due to all the commitments. We're recording next week's episode, and it will be the the last the last match of the first round of the Quest Time Invitational. We've got that to do very soon, but that's not to say that you won't get a quiz just now. Excellent. It's fucking quiz time with Ricky and Clive and friends. A fucking WWE quiz. So, Rick, Ricochet. <laughs> Did you pop when AJ called Ricochet Ricky? Uh, no, when Otis. But AJ called him as well. Did he? Uh, Ot- Otis grabbed him and was like, ah, Ricky! Uh, uh, AJ says that um, in that backstage segment after the match. Mm-hmm. I didn't spot that. I was just, I genuinely was like a wee boy in a, a sweetie shop. <laughs> so I was like, oh my God, they two are going to, they're going to have a work rate match. The match they had in Raw was alright, but hopefully it turns into something better. No, yeah. no stipulations so far for Extreme Rules. I'm sure that will happen eventually. A cheeky, a cheeky ladder match between the two, perhaps. Oh, we were supposed to be doing a quiz just now, weren't we? Well, I could imagine. I wouldn't be surprised if that mixed tag match has some sort of like stipulation to it. Aye. Apart from obviously the winner takes all, but right, the. The Google Docs page has frozen. Hold on a minute. Right, so there isn't a theme this week. I've obviously been compiling lots of quiz questions, so I ran out of ideas. This is just a general <coughs> general knowledge quiz. See while this has taken its time to load. Allow me to, plugs. Yep, allow me to tell you if you go over to powerslam.tv and put in the promo code social suplex, you will get over 4,000 hours of independent wrestling from around the world free for a whole month and then after that you pay a small fee of around $5 I believe I noticed that progress is on it and that is quite interesting to me so I'm considering it I can't fit in any more wrestling but to know that progress is there for free for a month is quite enticing Um, also go to prowrestlingtees.net for the social suplex page you've got t-shirts from ourselves you've got t-shirts from One Nation Radio and Keeping It Strong Style and the social suplex logo itself we are part of the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show we are (laughs) the Ricky and Clive (laughs) Wrestling Show on the Social Suplex Podcast Network alongside such hits as One Nation Radio Keeping It Strong Style Grown Men Watch This Shit 
Get in the ring. All things elite and NXT then now forever. So give us a five star review on the podcast app of your choice. We are at Ricky and Clive on Twitter. And we are also in the Wrestling Square Circle Facebook group. I did it. Well done. I botched it last week. It's alright. I'm in no place to criticise at all. I blame Rance. Hashtag blame Rance. Yep. N- number one. I'm not sure why I'm blaming Rance, but I'm blaming Rance. Oh, he'll be delighted to hear that. No, of course he will. Lost me. You ready? Yes. Number one. Not not including the WWE CW title. <laughs> How many world titles has Kane won? Whether it's just any main event level championship strap. Two. Correct answer. Number two. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. Yeah. Eugene's only WWE title was the tag team titles. Who was his partner? Oh. I feel like I should say The Rock. But only because they had quite a bit wrong, but I don't know if it was the rock. Um, um, I don't know. Don't know. Don't know. I have a random guess. Well, it's not. I don't think it'll be the rock then. Um, Hornswoggle? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> a terrible guess, but I don't know. The answer was William Regal. Oh, was it? And, and I don't a, remember that. On a Manchester Raw. It was it yeah, got, right. got the pop of a lifetime, so it did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number three, what was William Regal's name in WCW? Could you say that again, sorry? What was Willie Regal's name in WCW? Um, I'm not sure. Not sure. I know he's had like Sir and Lord and all that, but I don't know if this was all like his WWE stuff. Hey, I'll give you a clue. His last okay. name was still Regal. Alright, we'll go with Lord William Regal. Oh no, Lord Stephen Regal. Yes, I don't know if it was Lord Stephen Regal, but Stephen Regal is the correct answer. <laughs> Number three, four. Sorry, what city held? Which city held the last ever Nitro episode? Florida. Oh, you thought it was in Florida? I'll give you half a point. That was Panama. It was Panama City. Mm-hmm. Uh, number five. Which of these wrestlers was not a member of the New World Order? Buff Bagwell, Ted DiBiase, or Billy Kidman? Hey, Buff was. Buff the stuff, Bagwell. DiBiase. DiBiase. Final answer? Yeah. The answer was William Kidman. Damn it. I um, thought 
I've just got a picture of Kidman in an NWO t-shirt for some reason. The reality was there very early on. Uh, and through all the various iterations of NWO, Wolfpack, OG, 2000, whatever, Billy Kidman was not involved. Number six, which wrestler's real name is Oscar Gutierrez? How am I going to know that? It's not a case of you'll kick yourself, but you might be a wee bit embarrassed. Correct answer. Ray Mysterio Jr. Yep. Number seven. Charlotte Flair won the Divas Championship for the first time at which pay-per-view in 2015? She went in and basically retired straight away. Well, not straight away. Well, she was the last person to hold it. Uh, big difference. Oh... I don't know. Um, Summer Sam? Incorrect. The answer was Night O Champions. Uh, Number eight. Who made her return to WWE as a masked wrestler only to be revealed for who she was, that being Alexa Bliss's accomplice? Mickey. Correct. The... The Mickey and Clive wrestling show. (laughs) I don't know why that's as funny as it is to me, but there we go. Uh, Number nine. What was the shortest match at NXT UK TakeOver Blackpool? What the fuck? Let's run through these again. So you had... Tag match, then you had Dave Mastiff, then you had the Iron King himself, then you had um, Tony Storm and Rhea Ripley, then you had Finn and Jordan Devlin. That was a five, wasn't it? Yep, uh huh. So it wasn't a coffee match. Finn and Devlin. So either them were a massive match. I'll go with Finn and Devlin. Finn and Devlin was the second shortest by a minute or so. It was indeed. Was Dave Mastiff. Dave Mastiff with uh, uh, hay in his waist. Yep. Damn it. Number 10. I promise this was the hardest ever question that's ever been or any of <laughs> we've ever done. Are you ready? Yep. Name all three members of the Forgotten Sons. <laughs> Fuck. Stumped. That's a bad sign when they're called the Forgotten Sons and you can't remember their names. Not you specifically. I know there'll be a few listeners saying, shit, who, what are they? 
Um, Jeez. Right. Do you know one of them? Wesley Blake. Right, that's one third. <sighs> Something Cutler. I'll give you, it's just Cutler. Go on, you can do it. Everyone listening has faith in you right now. His name <coughs> is awfully similar, with some name, to your favourite wrestler. Oh, my word. Right. Who's your favourite wrestler? Um, Zack Ryder's draw. Yep. Is it not? Is it Jackson Riker? Well done. Uh, feel free to keep your eyes on screen, Ricky, instead of looking at your phone. <laughs> My phone's on the floor. Well, pick it up then, because you might stand on it. No, well, I don't have my contacts in. I can't see anything. And I'm not wearing glasses. My eyesight is that bad. Why did you hold your beard when you said you're not wearing any glasses? (laughs) Because my beard was actually at that point. (laughs) Uh, You got one... Six, I think. Three, four, five, six, correct. Not bad. As the old song goes, six out of ten ain't bad. Uh, anything you would like to say to our avid listeners? <laughs> it's, it's nice to be back. Even though I was back last week, but it's the twosome. Yep. Um, no, just, you know, don't act like little child on Twitter, people. Yes, uh, that was embarrassing for all parties involved, but fair play like, to him for standing uh, up for himself. He's allowed to Oh, that's fair. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Like, people, like, you want to say what you want to say. Like, see, at the end of the day, like, see that whole best pro wrestling in the world tweet. Was he wrong? Subjective. In my opinion, yes, but as you said, it's subjective. Who cares? Uh, it's not a, exactly. Who gives a fuck? It's Twitter. It's fucking social media for crying out loud. I feel like you should have more important things to worry about than trying to be good at Twitter. Mm-hmm. Well, I've got some. Ricky Sue just did an interview. Side note, side note, I'm fucking awesome at Twitter though. Right, okay, that's fine. <laughs> uh, side note, uh, shit. Ricochet was asked in an interview he had one of his own shoot promo podcasts and he said what what can what do you owe to the success of your recent uh, main roster push and US title run uh, and he said well it's just a lot of dedication I just wasn't finding my feet but I started adding a lot of lentils to my diet and stuff and it was a case of once I got my finger on the pulses it was oh for fuck's sake <laughs> uh, that's when the magic happened <laughs> Oh, goodness. A genuine pop from Ricky there. Right, ladies and gentlemen. Because I I thought it was going to lead that way and I was like, he's not going to say it, he's not going to say it. And then you did. Yep. Each to their own. People are into whatever they're into. Of course. I'm sure people are into more freakier stuff. Oh, aye. Right. 
enjoy the episode I hope you have and we'll kind of speak to you next week with the quiz and we'll speak to you soon good night yep take care folks remember to eat your lentils good night and also also if he's want you can hit us up with the freaky shit you like Uh, if anyone's interested I've actually not looked at it for over a week but I, for some reason I set up a Discord, if anyone would like to be involved in the Ricky and Clive exclusive Discord, hit us up in the DMs, slide into my DMs as the, the young cats say old. so happy but old I know right, anyway, let's take go. care folks Bye. Thank you for listening to the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Podcast. We'll see you next time. See you next time.